We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you sweet, sweet souls. I'm so happy to be connecting with you here for a little bit of time on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. So, would you like to add some spice to your love life? Maybe increase your heart connection or turn up the dial on romance? Well, then you're certainly here in the right place here today. Some may believe in order to bring the spark and sizzle, we need money or lots of time and tons of energy, but here to share with us effective yet comprehensive recipes for romance is my expert, Ju Bijou. Jude is the award-winning author of Attitude Reconstruction, a blueprint for building a better life. Jude is a respected psychotherapist, professional educator, and workshop leader. Her theory of attitude reconstruction evolved over the course of more than 30 years of working with clients as a licensed marriage and family therapist. Today, Jude is going to share with us eight gifts that anyone can give to their partner that are both priceless and fun and free. So, Jude, thanks so much for being here today on Journey to Center. Oh, it's just my pleasure, Tammy. Well, I'm super excited to be having this conversation. We're recording this at a time where Valentine's Day is just around the corner. But what we're talking about here today, you say, can help us bring back the romance and sizzle anytime. Is that right? Absolutely. Anytime, any day, birthdays, any holidays. Anniversary. It's a Friday. <laughs> exactly. It, it, exactly. It's a Monday. It's a whatever. It's just <laughs> well, always I'm super a good excited time. to be having the conversation because I've married. I've been married for eleven and a half years, and I I want to keep the sizzle sizzling. So I've got my pen and paper, and I'm super excited to go over your eight suggestions and then talk about a couple of other things at the end as well, just to keep things fresh and romantic in our love lives. So let's let this party get started, Jude. Where are we going to begin with this? Well, I would start by writing down what you appreciate about your partner or your loved one. Oh, I Um, love this. Yeah, I love it so much all, all right out of the gate. I mean, one of my favorite games is to play what I appreciate about you. So you're taking it to the next level. Yes, because you can appreciate both characteristics they possess or things that they have done for you or that they're doing in their job or their sports or their volunteer work or whatever. But it's really focusing um, on those qualities and writing them down. Write them in a card or make a poem or a video. And <laughs> That's a good idea. <coughs> Excuse me. I actually told my husband for Christmas, I wanted him to write me a poem. And I, he was like, I can't write a poem, but he came up with this haiku that was so precious. I'm going to remember it for the rest of my life. I wrote him a three page poem and he wrote me, you know, a 21 word poem, (laughs) but it was so precious. It was so thoughtful and I was kind of joking, but I'm so glad he did it. It really touched my heart. So I know that that can be very effective and opening our hearts to each other. And I love the idea of doing a video. That's a good one. 
Absolutely. Because then you have something tangible where you can go back and read it or watch it or listen to it. And it can continue to rekindle those feelings of being appreciated. And that, of course, is a way that we experience love. That's so true. You know, people ask me all the time why I think my relationship with my husband works. And I say it's because I lead with appreciation every day. I always articulate it. I always express it. I don't ever take him for granted or take for granted that he knows what I appreciate about him. So I know how effective that simple practice right there can change relationships and change lives. Absolutely. Very cool. Love it. Love it out of the gate. That could be a show right there. (laughs) But there's more. (laughs) Absolutely. Because another thing you can do is write down or, or make a list of five or six or ten or whatever of the most cherished memories that you have. And you can make little notes on it, maybe when you first met or, um, you know, an anniversary or whatever the occasion is, when, when you went to a ball game together. It could be anything. And, and then sit your partner down and tell them, just go into the details of what, 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 may, what was, you know, what the event was and why it was significant. And we just bask in that because, again, both people are into the flavor, into the feeling of love, of something that they shared together. That's a good idea. I haven't done that. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll talk about a memory, but to really think about, some of my favorite ones, and to write them down, that's a really good idea. And yeah, again, you can make a list and put it in a card, or you make a video of it, and it's just, it enlivens the memories, and it enlivens the heart. Yeah, I've heard that before, you know, if you want to really um, keep your relationship fresh, go to the memories, you know, when you first met, to discuss that frequently or whatever, so... Yeah, what you're suggesting, again, I think it's taking it to the next level. I think that's a really, really great idea. I haven't done that, but I'm going to. Uh-huh. So I have to sit down and really think about it. There are so many good memories. It's like I have to think mm-hmm. about what are my favorite ones? What are my most cherished ones? And make notes, make a little book or video. I think that's a really good idea, too. So, well, we get so wrapped, we get wrapped up in the, the day-to-day, you know, getting things checked off of our list. That we don't take time to relish the, the good times that we've had and the funny things and so on. I like that because, you know, I think we, I say all the time, we can focus on what's bad and wrong or what's good and right. And the direction of our lives go the direction of what we're focusing on. So to really focus on what has been good and right, what has been positive and fun can probably really support us in continuing that direction with our relationship. So really good idea. I, I think I'm going to, I think this is something my husband's going to get for Valentine's day. Ah. <laughs> I like it. Well, I mean, our relationship's good, but I mean, I want to keep it good. I want to keep it great. So oh, I think that's exactly. really super fun. Exactly. And well, now uh, what? We're on to number three. Well, and three is, I say, put that duct tape over your mouth and just <laughs> listen. That is romantic. 
<laughs> Absolutely, because duct tape comes in colors. So, but if you just ask a simple question, you know, about what, what they're feeling, what their wishes are, what their dreams are, what their fantasies are, mm-hmm. you know, all those kind of things that you just, we, we get caught up in daily living again. And we don't just put, make a little sacred place to talk and just pay attention because understanding really kindles the heart. As I, as I say, we fall in love with somebody who understands us. Mm. And so we just, we just don't interrupt. We don't, it's not like we're piling on, oh, they start to talk and then we, we put in our, our wishes and our dreams and our feelings. No, we just say, tell me more, tell me more. So we can take that duct tape off a little bit. But basically, it's a one-way conversation. And you're just listening because, again, listening is a way that we open the heart and we connect. We, we put ourselves in somebody else's shoes and we get to know them better. You know, this was such a hard one for me to get, Jude. When I went back to school to study spiritual psychology, one of our first um, exercises was silence and heartfelt listening. And it occurred to me that day that I had never really listened from the heart to anyone ever. You know, I was doing that thing where it's like you respond, you listen to respond rather than listen to understand. That was definitely me. Yeah. So to learn to be quiet and ask open-ended questions. And the other thing that was hard was not finishing their sentence when I knew when they, what they were going to say. My husband's like, you need to let me finish my own words, even if you already know what they're going to be. That was really hard. But you yeah. are so right. This is such yeah. an important quality in our heart-based relationships. It can be hard to do. It is, because it, it, it's a whole mind shift about it. it's not a discussion it's really, it's just listening and providing that open, receptive place. And really, you can, you remind your partner that you can't, you're not going to share that information that they discuss with you, something that's very personal, that it's not to be shared, that it needs, they need to know that it's a safe, comfortable place. Mm-hmm. Creating that sacred space. And, and again, for me, yeah, just asking open-ended questions and just being present. I mean, that has been such a helpful um, exercise in creating that and keeping that heart connection open. Oh, we love it. Three, really, really, really. I can't believe there's still more good stuff to come. Uh, well, another, <laughs> we're not even halfway there. Uh, yeah. Well, another thing is that you, it, you know, and all of these things, they take a little bit of preparation, but it's mm-hmm. like, all right, what can I do? That's free. That's a little bit different. You know, Maybe maybe you like want to go dancing in your backyard or um, read a book or a poem in front of the fireplace or take a hike to a new place or take a drive or explore some place, some part of town and pretend you're a tourist in that town. But it just, it just plan something that doesn't involve an expensive dinner and a lavish gift, but it's just... Step out of the box and plan and implement doing something different. Something different. I like the idea of just like a little picnic basket. <laughs> ah, nice. Something simple. 
Yeah. yeah, doing something different, getting outside of the routine. I think that that's a really good idea because it's easy to get kind of like entrenched in, in your routines and, and doesn't doesn't occur to us to do something really outside of the box or different. So that's really good. Open your mind to different different possibilities, different activities. That's because good. That's what, we, that's what we do when we first meet. And we're, we're, we really put a lot of energy into, all right, well, what can I do that'll be really fun? So it's, it's really rekindling some of those feelings and some of those activities that we did that we wanted to share and, mm-hmm. and again, making new memories. That's true because, you know, when we first start dating somebody, you know, it's like there's, a, there's courting. It's like, what are we going to do? What do you want to do? What can I do, you know, so this person will enjoy their time with me? What can I, you know, do to, to make them like me? So, yeah, that's something that we can forget about as is, uh time continues to unfurl and unfold. So that's, that's, that's wise too. Keeping it fresh, doing different things. Keeping it fresh. Love it. Mm. So now we're at number five. All right. Number five is that it's so easy to hold on to grudges and resentments and misunderstandings. And it's a good day. Any day is a good day to let go of them. And we do this by acceptance and go, my partner, Jim, did, the, did what he did. It's not what the way that I wanted him to, to be or to have, but that's the way he did. I need to accept that. He did that for some really good reasons. And maybe dig deeper to understand both what got him to act and do the thing that he did and what our part was in that equation, because it's always a 50-50 dance. But mm-hmm. they could go, well, we both did the best we could at the time. And we just have to say that over and over. You know, he did the best he could. He did the best he could. And maybe we need to uh, ask for some more information about a, a given topic. But basically, it's like really just letting go and just sort of saying, well, nobody's perfect. And again, focusing on the things that you share in common. I like that. You know, and, and something I know to be true, took me going to school to figure this out, that everybody's doing the best they can, given their level of consciousness. And to know that, you know, even if we make a mistake or even if somebody else makes a mistake, they're doing the best they can, given their level of consciousness. And that can be very free. It can help. Yeah. I mean, it's really helped me relinquish judgment, which has been just like, wow. Because I don't think unconditional love and judgment can like exist in that same space. Exactly. I'm choosing more and more to be in that space of um, unconditional love and trying to understand, not trying to put somebody in a box, but trying to understand what it's like in their reality and why they do what they do. So I think that's a really wonderful bit of wisdom for sure. Yeah, it's letting go of our own judgments. Mm-hmm. And, and our own way that things should have happened. Our position, getting off our position, you know, not yeah. having an attachment to being right. That's been an interesting one. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and wow. it means that... Good, good stuff. Yeah, sometimes, you know, that some of those things, before we can really let go, we need more information. And so, uh, again, you don't do this while you're wanting to set a, uh, um, an atmosphere of giving and love, like we're talking about. But after you do your letting go of, okay, we both did the best we could, 
then it might be that, all right, in order to really let go, I need some more information. And then set aside a time and, and say, hey, I want to talk about this topic so I can let it go. Not yeah. so I can blame you, so I can let it go. And then talk and listen. Put that duct tape on and listen to really understand. And I like what you said earlier. It comes back to, you know, wanting to understand and asking those open-ended questions. Can you tell me more? Because sometimes what I find as a counselor is like they, they do this againstness. There's a power play and a dance and everybody's fighting to be heard and to be right. And if you change that dance, if you just relax, ask more questions, more open-ended questions with the intention of understanding, that really can take us to a deeper place and create that deeper connection that I think we all want, whether we know it or not. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So that is good. Letting go of the past or wanting to understand it so that you can move past it. I think that's really wonderful. So we are now on number six. All right. Now, number six is to put yourself in your partner's shoes and figure out a chore that they would like you to do or an activity that would um, make their day a little easier. And, you know, so it's like, okay, I have to think about it. Oh, gosh, my, my, uh, we've been talking about cleaning out that garage for eons. I'm going to offer to do that this Saturday. And it's, you know, you can feel the, 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 the stress and tension just melt because if that's been our agenda and we feel like we've been nagging our partners and so on, trying to get that to happen, that we can just figure out, all right, let me get outside of the way I would do it if I was to spend a Saturday and mm-hmm. do it as a gesture of giving with a smile on your face. That's so sweet. Be a genie and grant a wish. I love that. You know, it's like I think sometimes what would my husband really appreciate? Because he's such a doer. It's like, what can I do that he, that would make him smile? Organize something or make him his special little dessert or figure out a, a wonderful dinner or, yeah, just alleviate some of his um, tension. I'm going to do all the laundry and I'm going to get it all put away and everything's pristine. And he's like, wow, that was sweet. So I think that's, that's lovely to consider. What would make your partner's life a little sweeter or easier one day? What would they really appreciate? Think about that and follow through with that. I think that's a lovely suggestion. Number seven is say if we're going to make it a love day. And that means that love is when we're really looking for the good, we're looking for the positive, we're appreciating, we're, um, we're, re- we're showing respect, we're not into criticism and sarcasm and making jokes about, you know, oh, I, hey, I love you. You know, it's like, you know, put, that, put our um, style that maybe is uh, slightly negative on the shelf or a day, or a week, and you'll just notice how much more feeling and connection there is. Because when we're into that negativity, we push everybody away. We might think that we're being clever, but we're really not. We're wanting connection, and that is by just saying positive things, not Pollyanna things, but really looking for the good. Yes, 
I think that's so great, you know, because I really believe what we focus on expands and we focus on um, the little things that our partners do that irritate us or annoy us. That's just going to bring them more clearly into focus. But if we focus on the things that we really appreciate, those positive things, that's what they tend to reveal more of. Exactly. And we can either give that as a gift and say, hey, for the next two weeks, I'm not going to say anything negative. And if you catch me being, you know, slipping back, just give me a little wave and I'll take it back. (laughs) We have a special word, rutabaga, because why else would you say that word really, you know? It's like if I say something that hurts his feelings or if he really wants me to pay attention to something he's going to say, that's our word. (laughs) You got to really listen to me right now. You need to be nice and pay attention to me right now. So I think that that's a really, really good bit of advice right there for sure. Focus on the positive. Focus on what's good, that you appreciate what's right. It's a wonderful habit to get into. Yes, yes. And and, and talk about, it means that you share the positive about yourself, not the wanking about how hard work is and the drivers and all of that kind of thing. Just really stretch and look for the positive things. Oh, I love that. I'll sometimes share with my husband something I'm proud of. I'm like, I'm really proud of myself. I finished this thing today or I had a revelation. Those are my two favorite things, things I'm proud of and things I have revelations about. So I'll ask him the same thing. What are you proud of? Did you have any revelations? Did you learn anything? And that he's like, hmm, he'll think about it. And it really does kind of, again, cultivate that, that really present heartfelt conversation. Yes. Love it. So we have five minutes. Oh, we're so perfectly on time with this. You have special number eight. Okay. This is a good one. And that is to fall in love again. And that is to conjure up the the moments when you really, when you first knew that you loved this person or, or just memories of just times when you just felt so melted and, and focused in your heart and so that it means giving up the differences and the complaints and the agenda and just going back to remembering those, those, those moments and keeping your mind there. And then that those, those feelings will grow, will magnify. And then you can act from that feeling, not again, the little things that aren't working and the person forgot to pick up the laundry. And, so, and it's like, no, I, I remember just looking and knowing that you were the person for me and that I was going to spend the rest of my life with you. So those are the kind of things that can transport you to that space, that heart space. Mm, I like being in the heart space. This is really good stuff. I love it because, you know, I do know that Valentine's Day does uh, cause some stress and pressure for, especially you say men. And why is that, Jude? Well, I, I think that it's, you know, the classic position of the man is, you know, handsome and, and just knows, you know, is so confident and knows how to do everything. And that's a lot of pressure. And year after year, you know, when the guy maybe is focused on work or sports or whatever, and so that they can feel like, you know, gee, I want to be taken out of that role. I'm a human being. I'm not just a man. And if I go that I'm a human being, well, what would I like? What would I like to give and what would I like to receive? Yeah. 
get out of being that human doer and be in that being space, a yes. being space, that heart space. Yes. It's a good space a, to be in. Yes. It, and because it doesn't mean you go out and buy that expensive thing or, you know, you have a, you go to an expensive restaurant, but there's a cold chill, you know, in, in your interaction. That's not going to do it. That's not what you're going to remember. So it's, it's for men and, and women to go, it doesn't have to be about something tangible. It can be about a connection. That's the connection. And we just, the commercialism has put so much emphasis on it's got to be translated into money. It doesn't. It's into your heart. Yeah, get out of the material and into the heart. Exactly. Oh, I love this. I feel all like warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> Right this is some good stuff. I really appreciate this, Jude. So we just have a couple of minutes here. I loved your book, and I want you to be able to share with people how they can grab a copy of that and get in touch with you if they want more Jude. Absolutely. Well, uh, I have a website, www.attitudereconstruction.com, and my book uh, is, by, is the same name, Attitude Reconstruction. A Blueprint for Building a Better Life. And that's available at my website or at Amazon, or it can be ordered through bookstores. But also on the website, there's a quiz that you can figure out what destructive attitudes are holding you back and, uh, and sign up for the newsletter. I have a monthly newsletter that's very uplifting and, and practical. So there's a well, lot the of nuggets ways, of, lot of wisdom. Yes. Yeah. A lot of articles about any topic. And who doesn't want a better life? And you really do give those practical, powerful, empowering tools to people so that they can start implementing them right away, just like you did with our show today. There's a lot of re- I mean, I feel like I have a great relationship, but certainly I have gleaned uh, wonderful wisdom from your um, expertise today, Jude. So I just want to thank you for taking the time to share this with us. Just been my pleasure. It always thank is a you. pleasure. I'd love to have you back again anytime. Great. Uh, thank you for the, all of the good vibes you're spreading out into the universe. <laughs> it's fun to spread good vibes. <laughs> and to my listeners, I'm so happy to be connected with you. Thank you for your good vibes. If you want to get a hold of me, just go to TammyBPhD.com, write a question, suggest something. What do you want to hear about? What do you want to know about? Let's start a conversation. So God bless you. Thanks for hanging out with us for a little while here today. And I hope to connect with you again soon. Onward and upward. Bye for now.